everyone. It's good to be back. The traveling professor has finally arrived back home. And let me tell you, it's good to be home. Everybody says home is where the heart is. Well, I don't know. If my, if my heart's here, it's cooking. Because, man, it's hot outside. And uh, I think the mountains are calling again. Definitely think the mountains are calling again. But uh, it's great to be back. And uh, having a new uh, episode of the podcast is something I've been wanting to do. Something I want to share with you. Um, and today I want to share with you about our experience back in April of going on the Express Rally Adventure Series. Now, I remember being at Moore Expo in Springfield, Illinois in February, I mean Springfield, Missouri, sorry, wrong state, right city. Springfield, Missouri, Moore Expo, and seeing this amazing dolled up wrapped 80 series that just caught my eye. I mean it's one of a kind. It's unreal cool. And it's got all these different sponsors logos and all this stuff on the side of it and and it said Express Rally. And right beside it was a green forerunner. Had a guy standing there handing out stickers and talking about Express Rally. And I just remember just assuming in my mind, Express Rally, that sounds like a race. I'm not part of that. I don't want any part of that. At my age, at this point in life, and I've said it over and over and over on my Instagram, Facebook, slow down, smell the roses. If you go too fast, you're going to miss something. So going fast is not my thing. And so I just kind of blew it off. Went to our little booth over at Artemis. Helped people out. Went about my thing. And never really thought anything about it. Now, a couple months later, 1st of April, I get introduced to the owner, CEO, founder, whatever you want to call him, Scott Huddleston of Express Rally. And we start talking about Express Rally. And he explains to me what Express Rally is. It started off with cars. And they would get a group of guys who had souped up their cars, had Porsches, Audis, Corvettes, all these cool street cars. And they planned these events where they would go down to different NASCAR racetracks, cool places along the way, and just take a road trip. And it ended up being a guided road trip. You pay to go on this event. And it ended up being something pretty cool. And it's grown. And it's kind of exploded in interest. And so they wanted to branch out into the overlanding scene and start an express rally adventure series and so he was like why don't you come along see what it's about check it out and then give us your input or feedback or tell us what you think and i was like shoot yeah man i'd love to go i think this would be pretty cool 
it's a very cool concept. I've never done anything like this. I mean, when I started overlanding, when overlanding was cool, uh, we just got Gaia GPS, went out into the forest and explored on our own and just tried to figure out where to go. And since then, I mean, we've mapped almost all of the national forest, but we've never been on a group led Thing, anything like this uh, it's semi all-inclusive uh, they send you the routes before you go so you know where you're going they have um, a chef going that cooks meals for you what are you kidding that's outrageous to have a chef prepared meal out in the middle of nowhere yeah yeah, I'm in. I'm in for that. I mean, I like to eat. Big boy likes to eat. And then uh, you get stickers, patches, t-shirts, all this cool stuff. And he said, you know, we're full, but we'd love for you to come. I was like, man, I'm in. Count me in. It was about two weeks away. I had to put in for vacation because it started on a Friday. Um... And my wife had to take vacation day. I didn't think she was going to get to go. I thought it was going to be by myself because it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But she was able to take off a day. And we take off early Friday morning. We had to be up in OR Cafe in OR, Arkansas. And we, we didn't. It was kind of funny because we left way too early. I thought, man, it's about 110 miles up there. We barely leave early. But I allowed us four hours. It only took us about two and a half hours. But right there in Oark is where the mulberry crosses under the highway. So we pulled off the highway, got to watch the sun come up on the Mulberry River. It was a great, amazing morning. But about 7.40, we're supposed to be there at 8 o'clock. About 7.40, we decided to go on up to the Oark Cafe and get there a little early so we could be there when everybody got there well there was already a few rigs there um one of the guys in a uh white forerunner mall runner he was there i follow him on instagram we got to talk a little bit he had two or three guys with him um and then rigs just started pouring in jeeps forerunners 80 series lexus a gladiator just one right after another um, a Tacoma and my FJ of course it was the only FJ have to be the oddball but everybody just started pouring in and I was thinking man this is a big group 17 rigs pour in by 8 o'clock and then this tall skinny guy with his skinny pants gets up on the front of the OR cafe and says hey we need to have a driver's meeting Aaron Greenfield is the guy when it comes to the adventure series. He pre-plans, pre-routes, goes out and finds the best places, top-notch places for everybody to go on these adventure series rallies. Aaron's driving a tricked out forerunner wrapped Express Rally logos, eye camper on top, icon suspension, wheels, tires, you name it. I mean, he's got the rig. 
it's really cool. So we go over and having this pre-run driver's meeting. He tells us about what's gonna happen, fills us in, make sure everybody's got the map, make sure everybody's got comms, run GMRS radios, and hands out all the stickers, patches, um, t-shirts, and everything. So kind of a tradition for the express rally is for everybody to sticker up their vehicles so that when pictures are taken, videos are taken, it's kind of a branding thing for the Express Rally. So everybody takes these big eyebrow stickers, puts on their rigs, Express Rally across the front so everybody looks the same. It's really cool. And once we're done, we air down because we're about to start the trails right then. Now it wasn't two miles up the road Pass Oark that we turn off on our first forest road first water crossing everybody stops now we have a professional media team with us they go everywhere we go they make every step we make they make every trail we make and they're out there with their high dollar equipment their drones cameras video cameras shooting pics taking videos of every cool spot we encounter and they're set up at this very first water crossing and they're videoing pictures every angle getting all the cool shots and I feel like right then hey I'm somebody these guys are taking pictures of my rig I feel like I was going to be on the cover of a thinking magazine I mean it was it was incredible and so we take off down the trails and we are on some of the best forest roads that I know of uh, tight trails technical trails water crossings every now and then we stop for the Black Elk media team to get up in front of us so that they can video, take pics, drone shots, whatever they think they need to do. We ended up coming on our first stop, which was an iconic place up in the Ozark called Bub's Cabin. Now Bub's Cabin is an old cabin that's still set up like it would be back uh, over a hundred years ago. I mean, the beds are still made, uh, the desks are still there, the kitchen's still set up. Things are on the walls, upstairs, downstairs. I mean, it is just a cool spot. So we set up for lunch there. Um, we do something light that day because we didn't want to pull out the, the stoves and everything. Didn't really know how long we were going to be there because this was our first stop. We'd never been on anything like this before. We didn't know if they would want to say, hey, 30 minutes, we got to go. Everybody was laid back. We fixed us a sandwich. And this is where everybody started to make friends, get to know each other. Hey, my name's Joey. What's your name? What do you do? I love your rig. Man, let me, let me check out what you've got going on there because that's super cool. And people would ask us the same thing. And so we began to build relationships. Now we had comms, we were on GMRS radio, so we were talking the whole time we were going down the trail, but the times when we stopped, 
that's when we actually got to know people. Getting to know you, getting to know you. And that's what we did. We got to know each other. And it was a cool time. Now, back on the trail, we ended up heading east toward another massively popular place, Car Wash Falls. Lots of water crossings, lots of cool video shots. Black Elk Media team was on target for all of them, ready and waiting to go. Then we went uh, up through Ozone, went down a very steep technical um, trail. Uh, cool thing about it though, everybody was willing to help. Everybody had a great attitude. This is a team effort. There's 17 rigs, 40 something people here. We always had spotters. We always had people telling us this way or that. Always had people waiting on us if we fell behind. Now, like I said, I don't go fast. I go slow. So I was telling people behind me, if you want to go around me, go ahead. But my rig is 13 years old, 180,000 miles. It's not new. It probably could break very easily, even though it's a Toyota. And I was taking my time. Go ahead. I know the route. I'll catch up eventually. But everybody was like, no, we'll stay together. So if the people ahead of us made a turn, there was always somebody that waited. There was always somebody that made sure we knew which direction to go. And we ended up going over another highway. And as soon as we go over that another highway, we go down another descent. And one of the guys in a Jeep gets on the radio and says, man, something's wrong with my rig. Uh, died. I can't get it started. Now at the back of our series of rigs was top-notch guy. One of the sponsors for the event, Jason Harris with Ozark Overland Outfitters in Missouri. He is certified technician, mechanic, can build anything, can do anything, and he has a heart of gold and he was at the back making sure everybody made every water crossing, made sure everybody made it down every hill, up every hill, made sure everybody was safe, having a good time. And so he and a couple other ones went back, ended up having to tow the Jeep back to the highway. He called a buddy, had him bring a trailer, come get it. Jason and the other guys caught back up to us. We went on down to the bottom where our first campsite was supposed to be, but because of COVID, everybody in the cities seemed like fled to the hills. It was almost like a Red Dawn movie, head to the hills. Um, and there were so many people out in the forest that all the campsites seemed to be full. So we get to our what was supposed to be our first campsite by this beautiful creek, and then, of course there was people already there. So we had to figure out what to do. Aaron and the Black Elk Media guys looked on their maps, figured out a place for us to go. Within 30 minutes, we had a campsite. Now, it was hard having 17 rigs. You gotta have, there aren't that many campsites in the National Forest that will accommodate that many rigs. But they were able to do it. Great leadership um, and really worked hard to make sure that we were all taken care of. And we get there, 
all form a circle everybody gets their spot where they're going to sleep where they're going to stay starts breaking down putting tents up getting chairs out and we all sit down Aaron and the Black Elk Media guys drag this cooler out and say, hey, here's some free beer if anybody wants any. I'm like, what? How cool is that? So we're all just sitting around in our chairs, taking our time, getting to know each other, resting, relaxing, because Brendan Potter from Outback Steakhouse in Springdale is our chef and he is pulling this big old trailer he pulls out all these um, cook stoves flat grills uh, scottles everything you could think of and starts slapping chicken down and steak down and I mean just going to town preparing our dinner now this is really out of my element here because one, things I, one of the things I love to do is cook in the outdoors. I also love to eat. But here I am sitting down letting them do all the work. I feel like I should be helping. But they say, no, we got it. This is us. This is what you pay for. Take the load off. Just get to know everybody. So we pull our chairs around in a circle and and uh, Mo and Mariah pull up and and some of the others and and it's just they're like hey we saw you out there what's your name I mean we just start getting to know everybody Dion and his wife and kids pull a chair up I have the most horrible time with my poop tent and I got four guys over there saying here let me help let me help let's fold it up and, and we just have a we just have a great evening here in about 20, 30 minutes, we hear the dinner bell. Brenda says, hey, it's ready. Everybody come fix your plate. So we go over there and get a meal out in the woods like I've never had before. Sit down, get our bellies full, laugh, cry, just have a super, super time. That evening was incredible. Everybody decides to turn in late that night. The whippoorwill comes out and whippoorwills all stinking night. It sounds like it was in the tent with us. And so we were on and off sleep, on and off sleep. We get up the next morning, everybody was everybody was like, man, did you hear that whippoorwill? Holy cow, that thing was loud. And I said, yeah, I heard it all night. And look over there and there's Aaron and Brendan going to town on breakfast. They're over there, got eggs, bacon, sausage, all this stuff going for us for breakfast. I'm like, man, how cool is this? I can just have a good time, not have to worry about doing dishes, get my stove out, preparing anything. I just show up and eat, that's it. It was amazing. We weren't rushed, everybody packed up, in their own time people had different things some people had rooftop tents some had ground tents so we just packed up in our own time and decided to head back out now we took off for another awesome day of trails we ended up 
going down into Dover so everybody could refuel. Now this was about a 160 mile event and we weren't coming across any places for fuel. Some people had rotopacks. I had two rotopacks. Some people had extra fuel. Some people didn't. So we were, we were having to accommodate for everybody. And so we went down into Dover, had lunch, refueled, went by Harps, sat in the parking lot, visited, had lunch, and everybody that needed to get anything at the store while we were there got it while we were there. Then we headed back out. Ended up going down some gnarly trails. Uh, but once again, everybody was there. Everybody was spotting this way, that way. Watch out for that rock. Left, right. Ended up going through a, a massive mud hole. Brendan was like second in line with his trailer, had to get winched out. A couple other people had to get winched out and then some people just decided to fly through it. And it was, uh, it was fun, man. The Black Elk media was all over that. They got some great shots going through the mud hole. We ended up going down another tight trail. Ended up sitting the FJ down in some, in some deep ruts and it just high centered us. But the guys that were in front of us knew that it was gonna be a tough spot and they were just standing there watching. And so all I did I handed them my winch controller out the window, they hooked the winch up, winched me out, wadded it back up, just like I had it, handed it back to me. I never had to get out of the vehicle. That's the attitude that everybody had, an attitude of service, an attitude to help, make sure everybody was okay. And they stayed there until everybody went through it. Got down another uh, campsite guys were already there to make sure that we had this spot camped by a creek started setting everything up and here goes Brandon again whipping out the flat grills and the scottles and that night we had salmon or chicken with all the fixings it was excellent everybody sat around that evening around the fire and and just laughed about the day, laughed about being scared of bugs, laughed about going through the mud hole, laughed about what was said on the radio, and just had a great time getting to know each other. That evening, one of the guys pulled out um, a thing I had never seen before called a Bedori. I'm a huge cast iron guy, love Dutch ovens, and this is a spun steel Dutch oven. He pulls out stuff and makes us some peach cobbler and somebody else has got some ice cream and everybody has peach cobbler and ice cream around the fire that night. We turn in that night, get some good sleep, get up the next morning, pack up and start down the trails again, end up at another iconic place, the Union School. Now the Union School is on the list of historical places in Arkansas. It is a super cool place. And we wanted to make sure that it was taken care of so everybody drove very carefully, lined up in front of the school, made sure we didn't tear up anything. Everything was taken care of. Took a tour of the school, Black Elk Media got out the drone. They did some interviews with some people. We stood around and talked for a while. 
Uh, I took some pictures and videos, and we just had another great time of just getting to know each other. From there, major water crossings. I think Jason Harris and Mall Runner had the water come up onto their windshield. It was epic. Epic times for the Black Elk Media guys. Man, they got some great shots of that. Super cool pics. Super cool videos. We ended up getting back to the OART Cafe for lunch. They knew that we were going to be there. They had hamburgers prepared, sandwiches prepared. The pies were all cooked. Everybody gathered around and just had a really nice time to end our trip, visiting with each other, sharing phone numbers, sharing Facebook uh, information, Instagram information. And then slowly, everybody went home. It was a sad time for us because we had to leave our friends that we had just met. Didn't know when we would run into them again. But for us, it was all worth it. We had built lifelong friendships, many of whom I still talk to often today. Mo from Forerunning the Ozarks, I talked to him almost daily on Instagram or Facebook. I called him on the phone last night because I've been gone for several weeks and we just had to catch up. I talked to Jason Harris at least once a week. Ended up getting to know him. What a super cool guy. Talked to him about just life in general, about owning a Prius, and about cool things I want to do with the FJ. And I know now that he's the only one that I will trust with my rig because he makes sure it's done right. And he makes sure that it's fixed or done well when it's worked on. I was sitting on a week and a half ago. I had to pick up my wife at the Denver airport. Me and Bruiser had been out uh, to Gunnison and we're working our way to Denver. And it was the first time I had ever not pre-planned where we were going to stay. And so we get about 150 miles from Denver and I think I better figure out where I'm going to stay tonight because we weren't staying in hotels. We were staying in the eye camper out in the forest. Colorado's a whole bunch of different forests. I knew it'd be plentiful, but I need to figure out if there was something on my route where I could stay. So I pull off on the side of the road. I'm looking at maps, paper maps, GAD GPS, my Garmin, Earthmate, um, plus I've got all the Avenza maps, the MVUM maps downloaded on my phone. So I was checking everything, make sure we were going to come across a place where I could stop for the night. Found a, found a couple pretty good spots. I said, okay, we'll go there. We're about 30 miles away. I go to pull out on the highway, look across the highway, and there's this red and white 80 series, or maybe it's a 100 series. I'm not real sure. I need to figure that out with a guy over there waving his arms at me. It's Dion and his family from the Express Rally. I'm like, there's Dion. Dion and his family had been on a three-week trip out to California from St. Louis, and they were on their way back, and we just happened to be at the same spot 
That's unreal. And I would never have known Dion if it hadn't been there for the Express Rally. You cannot put a dollar amount on lifelong friendships. You can't do it. It's worth it every time. Now, the Express Rally is a for-profit um, group. They do get all the permits from the Forest Service, um, and they take care of everything like that. It's $500 per rig. Now, I know that that sounds expensive. $500 a rig doesn't matter how many you have in your rig. So uh, there was two of us, $500. Some people had one, $500. Some people had a family of four, $500. $500 per rig. And in that, you get a guided trail service. You get the permits for traveling with a group. You get four fully cooked, excellent meals, two breakfasts, two dinner. You get all the patches, the t-shirts, the, the, the stickers to go on your vehicle, and you become part of the Express Rally family. And not only that, you get more than what it costs that you pay in pics and videos of your rig. These are not iPhone pics. These are not just your Canon EOS Rebel pics that you go out and take sitting in front of the OR Cafe so you can post on Instagram. These are professional media guys, high dollar equipment, taking pics of your rig in action on the trail. That's priceless. So you get all this for one price, and it is, in my opinion, well worth it. There's nothing else out there like it. There's no other group that's doing that in this area or in other areas in the United States. It is a one-of-a-kind thing, and it is highly sought after because they've already posted for the Adventure Series 2 which is coming up in October, sold out in seconds. It is a great time. You meet great people. You get great food. Go to amazing places and get take home high quality pictures and photos of you and your rig while in action out on the trail. It's unreal. It's amazing. It was not anything like I had thought in my mind, I assumed something and I was wrong. I was educated and now I'm part of the Express Rally family. I can't thank Scott and Aaron enough for allowing us to go on this trip. I can't thank them for thinking of this because I've got lifelong friends and you cannot put a price tag on that. Check out ExpressRally.com, ERA Adventure 80 on Instagram, Express Rally on Instagram, Yoda Runner is Aaron Greenfield on Instagram. They're all over Instagram, they're all over Facebook, they have a great website. Check them out, you will not regret it. And maybe you can get Express Rally to come to your area very soon. 
This is the Brofessor. It was great to talk today. Get this off my chest. I've been wanting to share this for a while. Thank you for listening. Subscribe. Check me out on Instagram, Joey the Brofessor, the Overland Philosopher. Check out on Facebook, The Adventures of the Brofessor and the Overland Philosopher. Thank you so much. I hope you have a great week. And get out there while you still have time because we are never guaranteed tomorrow. Thank you for joining me and tune in next time for a new edition of the Overland Philosopher Podcast. Have a great day.